0: Welcome to The Daily Bolster. Each day, we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Hi, welcome to The Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Lumberg, the co-founder and CEO of Bolster. And with me today is Jailani Chow, uh, the founder and CEO of Upskill. Welcome to The Daily Bolster. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Good. Good to see you. Tell everyone real quickly first, what are you doing at Upskill? Absolutely. So Upskill is a pre-seed company, um, and we build software to improve the candidate experience for the next generation of job seekers. So Gen Z going out and applying for the first big job. Very cool. Well, it is um, probably a daunting environment for most kids coming out of college right now to find their first job. So they were released. um, Yeah. All right. So what's on your mind today? Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned, we're an early stage company. Uh, we're a team of five based mostly in the greater New York area. Um, and I'm thinking about expanding our team. So, top of mind for me is who I'm bringing into the company and particularly the sort of places that we're sourcing them from, how I think about building company culture. So, if I'm bringing on engineers that might be in other parts of the country, might be in other parts of the world, how do I think of building and maintaining a strong company culture that is productive, that is positive, that people feel welcomed in? Um, if we're going to be virtual first or or hybrid at at best, yeah, it's a great question, and it's one that every startup is facing right now. Quite frankly, every company is facing. And uh, you know, I, I think it's it's interesting at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone moved to Zoom. Every company said, "Oh, this is great. We're never going to go back into the office again. We're never going to need to you know spend money on Red or see each other." And I think people have figured out now that like it doesn't quite work like that. Like it was easy to shift an existing culture onto Zoom for a little while than it is to create one when you're, when you're kind of not in person. So I would say for me, there, there are kind of a couple of things about this. The first one is to make sure you're being um, really, really intentional about documenting the company's values and the kind of culture that you want to have. And that's advice that, you know, you should do whether you're in-person or remote or, or hybrid, but I think is even more important. There are a lot of companies that sort of gloss over that in the very early stages, because they're like, ah, oh, we all sit in a room together all day. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, but when you're not in a room together all day, it's even more important to get the, to you as the founder and then get the team's assistance or buy-in around, you know, what are the principles by which we want to operate? What do we want this place to be like and feel like? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the first thing. Right. Right. Um, for me, the second thing is, I think you have to do some in-person work. And you know, when everyone's scattered across the country, it's hard. When everyone's scattered across the globe, it's even harder. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to get people together more than once a year, although you benefit from doing twice a year or even four times a year, or maybe it's once a year for everybody and you know, two or four times a year for a leadership group as the as the organization gets bigger, right. uh, but there's just no substitute for uh, actually being together in person to build relationships. Um, and we found, you know, at Bolster, which is still an early stage company, we're only thirty or thirty five people ourselves, that once a year with everybody, and then a couple other times with leadership, is is a really good cadence. And we use that time together. Um, we really guard it fiercely because there's not that much of it. And we use it very intentionally to to do things that are better to do in person. So we try not to just co-work when we're all together. We try to do things like um, feedback or professional development, um, things that require collaboration, things that drive um, community, social events, um, doing service work in the community, you know, just things that get everybody mixing together and getting to know each other as humans. Yeah. Um, so even if you're scattered across the globe, you know, figure out how to cost effectively do that once a year. And I think there's some real benefits you get from it. And then the third thing I would say is, um, you know, be uh, intentional about using online Um, which you're going to be like, you know, if you're hybrid, most of the minutes are going to be online. Figure out ways of using um, online channels to mix business, collaboration, and social things. And I don't know that there's a formula for this. Um, You know, a lot of companies do um, games with everybody online once in a while, like, you know, sort of the end of the work week, Jackbox TV, Type game, or you know, if you Google like online scavenger hunt for teams, you're going to find 72 options. They're not very expensive. You know, pay someone 100 bucks to facilitate a, a game show or an online scavenger hunt. Um, you know, those things aren't the same as doing them in person, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do them. Um, but we've found some other things um, that I think are, are pretty helpful as well. Um, you know, for example, we use uh, we live in Slack, which most startups do. Um, And we have a couple of geek bots set up in Slack that ask a given channel, which could be the all hands channel, or it could be a group, you know, every week you get a ping of a few questions, highlight of your weekend, low light of your weekend, top goal for the week, you know, are you red, yellow, green today? Um, And just keeping some kind of baseline momentum of conversation going in in Slack, um, we found to be really helpful. Another thing we've done that's pretty fun is we changed the way we do all hands meetings. Um, you know, old school all hands meetings where like CEO, founder gets up and talks the whole time. Um, Now what we do is we actually have um, a rotating chair every week. So every week it's literally a different person in the company. And that person hands off the baton to the next person and they're responsible for facilitating the all hands meeting that week. So they have to go do the work to figure out what's going on in the company. Some of it's automated that it pops into a Trello board using you know Slack and Zapier, but some of it's also like they have to pull themselves up out of their day-to-day and connect with the business and connect with people in the business. So okay. I think if you, know, if you do, if you figure out how to weave those things in, being intentional about values and culture, leveraging in person when you can do it, and then figuring out how to rethink uh, some uh, traditional patterns of work online to reinforce, um, hopefully some of that does the job. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I hope it was helpful and uh, good to see you. Thanks for joining. You're well. All right. Take care. This podcast is brought to you by Bolster, the new way to find the right executives. We supercharge startup growth by matching CEOs with transformational executives, mentors, and board members without the hassle of traditional talent sourcing. Start searching for free at bolster.com.